1: Take note of what God is giving you, what visions he's giving you. Even if it seems impossible and it's far from where you are right now, take note of it, write it down, and get excited to work toward it. Because if he's put it on there, if he's put it on your heart, he's given you his spirit to help you work toward it. And it's earning reward. You're building something that will last. It's not going to be burned up in 50 years.
0: If you felt God calling you to something that seems impossible, don't let that discourage you. Today, Pastor David is going to remind you that all throughout Scripture, God has used people to accomplish His will through seemingly impossible circumstances. Listen to what God puts on your heart. He will use you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 3, as he continues his message, Embracing Identity.
2: His love is the Point
1: number two, is pay attention to what you're building. The way he, right, he says, take heed, think about it, because you are building something, right? You're doing something. Every day, you're doing stuff. You're building something. So take heed. Pay attention. Think about. Be intentional with what you're building. Not to earn salvation, because there's no other foundation. Jesus is the foundation. You're not building to earn salvation. But you are building to earn reward. And if we, I mean, if you think about it, that's actually really an exciting prospect. Because what he's saying is you have already received the inheritance of salvation through Jesus, the inheritance of eternity with Jesus, like we've been unpacking through these different weeks. But he says, but, but what you do right now, you can earn more inheritance. You can earn bonuses. Pay attention, what are you doing? What are you, putting, what are you investing your energy in? And he's so kind because he knows how he has made us. Right? He's, he's not saying you all need to do the same thing that Paul did. Right? Maybe you're Apollos. Maybe your name is your own. Right? Maybe you're just you. And God made you that way on purpose. And knit you together in your mother's womb with your unique giftings and desires. And he says he has prepared good works for you to walk in. He's already got purposes for you to get creative with him about. And now he has given you his spirit as you've trusted in him to give life to those things, to to give you his power to actually walk in the things that you're designed to do. And so I want to encourage you this week to be really praying about what are the things that he has put inside of you, the experience, the giftings that he's given you. What are the things that are on your heart and begin taking them to him. Begin, like I'd write it down. I do, this is something I, increasingly he's been inviting me into to just like take note. Sometimes it takes time. A lot of times it takes a while. Moses was 80 when God met him in the burning bush. That's before they even, before he even went back to Egypt, he was 80 years old. That's a long process. I think he was 30 or 40 when he killed the, the Egyptian who was beating an Israelite. And he, it, tells, it tells us in Acts that when, when Moses killed that Egyptian, he, he thought the Israelites would understand that he was to be their prince. So There was some understanding there of the vision, right? God had already put on his heart some understanding of you're going to lead my people. But it took another 40 years of sheep tending in the desert before the vision even really started. And he just got lots of other experience. You know, we don't know exactly what God, the specifics of how God used that time in Midian, but there's this long process. And it's a a consistent theme in scripture. God will lay these things on our hearts. He'll give you vision. He'll burden you with something. And then he'll give you a while to build you up to it, to get you ready for the thing that's on your heart. David was a fugitive in the wilderness for, I think, over a decade. Joseph was a slave in Egypt, right, before he was a king. There's a pattern. This is how God works a lot of times. But he consistently, right, he anointed David as a teenager, and then he was in the wilderness for 15 years. He called Joseph. He gave Joseph the visions, and then he gave him the process of preparation. Take note of what God is giving you, what visions he's giving you, even if it seems impossible and it's far from where you are right now, take note of it, write it down and get excited to work toward it because if he's put it on there, if he's put it on your heart, he's given you his spirit to help you work toward it and it's earning reward. You're building something that will last. It's not gonna be burned up in 50 years. He goes on in verse 16, do you not know that you, Are the temple of God. The Spirit of God dwells in you. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy that person, because the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Let no one deceive themselves. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let them become a fool that they may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they're futile. Therefore, let no one boast in men because everything is yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, it's all yours. And you belong to Jesus and Jesus belongs to the Father. Point number three take your identity seriously right he's saying you are set apart to God you're special to him he has made you holy set apart the father and son worked together to make you the temple of the spirit and whether or not you like really take hold of it, doesn't change whether or not it's true, right? It is true. But us taking hold of it changes a lot about us. changes how you live. Whether or not you believe your spouse loves you doesn't change whether or not they love you. But it does change how you behave. If you don't believe, even in that human relationship, If you don't take hold of the love, it can be catastrophic, right? You end up, people make big mistakes, do awful things by just not taking hold of the identity, the affection. And how much more here? Paul prays repeatedly for the different churches. It's like, just that you would know how much God loves you. You take hold of it what he was dealing with here, right, is that the the church, the Corinthian church was not looking, they were not trusting fully God's validation, it seems, based on what, on this rebuke. So they were looking for validation and significance in the different camps. They're looking to get power by being the most religious or being the one in this, you know, behind the right teacher. He's like, you're dividing into Paul and Apollos, He's like, but we are God's gift to you. You don't, you don't belong to us. We're here to serve you. All things are yours. And this is really, I mean, it's a radical perspective if you think about it, because what he's saying is everything is yours. This changes the way we, we engage with, with everything that we desire and need and everything that we are prone to become enslaved to. Because when, when we're looking for the satisfaction of these things, when we're looking for validation, when we're looking for peace, whether it is in the religious identities, you know, that's like, I'm, you know, I'm a card-carrying X, Y, Z, Pentecostal, Calvary, Presbyterian, et cetera, Republican, Democrat. And that becomes our, you know, this is who I am. This is my identity, and I am validated by it. He like, says, you're missing you are given so much more freely.
2: His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing.
0: You've been listening to Main Thing Radio. Thanks for joining us today for this edition. The book of 1 Corinthians is so applicable to the issues that the modern church faces today. Within this book, we find the Apostle Paul writing to a church that was full of the Holy Spirit, but also dealing with some big problems. Throughout this study, we'll be looking at the different things God teaches us about prioritizing His way and sharing His love. As you continue to study this book, look for ways to apply God's teaching in your own life and to serve your local church. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or would like to explore more of these type of messages from Main Thing Radio, visit MainThingRadio.com today. Or you can download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link on the website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305 531 2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the book of 1 Corinthians. We look forward to our next edition here on Main Thing Radio.